It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. Hey, everybody, it's Rico Bronia time. Evan Roberts, Pete Hoffman talking New York Mets baseball. I do want to start, and we'll make our roster predictions before the spring training games start. What will this 26-man roster look like? We'll be wrong, but it's worth a guess. It's worth a try. I want to start off with Max Scherzer. So Andy Martino, to his credit, uh, had an interview with Max Scherzer in which Andy asks Max a very basic question, which is, Hey, Max, you have an opt-out at, at the end of the year. Are you going to opt out? We obviously remember Jacob DeGrom was very honest a year ago. He said, yes, I'm going to opt out. He called a shot. Manny Machado, a few days ago for the San Diego Padres, very honest, said, yeah, I'm going to opt out. Max Scherzer had an interesting answer, and there's been a very interesting response by people in terms of how they're reacting to his answer. So I'm going to read you the exact quote, and then we'll discuss. We'll also get to Carlos Beltran, who met the media and is now in Mets camp, and then obviously the roster stuff. So Max Scherzer says to Andy Martino, quote, you have to understand the context of why I negotiated that in and the context of where we are now. Remember, Scherzer signed a three-year deal with the opt-out after year two, which is what we're looking at right now. He's about to begin year two. I wanted to pursue a championship in that third year, and that's where an opt-out to me made sense. But obviously, Steve Cohen has demonstrated that we're going to be trying to win a World Series. We're going to do whatever it takes to win. But when I'm stepping in, I got to have the insurance because talk is cheap, right? You got to see the proof in the pudding, and we have now seen what Steve has done. I knew Jake had an out, Scherzer said. It was, if Jake cops out, you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know where the Mets would be as an organization. A big draw for me to come to New York was the chance to pitch with him. And here he has an opt-out in year one. If he did take it and go elsewhere, what's the organization going to do? Scherzer then chuckles. I got the answer. Obviously, the Mets went out and signed Justin Verlander. It's become a business situation. We will cross that bridge at a different time. At the end of the year, it'll get taken care of. I'm not thinking about it. Obviously, you go through six months of the baseball season, anything can change. So it's not even worth to a comment on whether I'm going to use it or not. I'm not even thinking about it because when I negotiated it in, the reasoning for it was what I wouldn't be stuck in an organization that wasn't moving in the right direction. All right, we're almost done. It's interesting, though, and we'll examine a lot of this. Uh If we get into a situation in November where things have changed, Scherzer said before trailing off, I'm not even thinking about opting out or opting in. I'm just thinking about playing baseball. So Max Scherzer gives a really interesting answer to the whole opt-out thing. Basically, he didn't trust the Mets, is what he was saying. Like, Steve Cohen was talking a big game, and he was offering me a lot of money, but I honestly didn't know hey, is this an organization I want to be a part of? I think that's a very intriguing answer. I think it's an honest answer. I got no problem with the answer. I really don't. I I don't have any problem right now with what Max Scherzer had to say. The problem I'm noticing is how people are looking at Max Scherzer's long-winded answer and saying, that's why I love Max Scherzer. He's the anti-DeGrom. He's the anti-Machado. 
He's talking about winning. That's his priority. He doesn't care about the opt-in or the opt-out. First of all, here's why that's a bunch of crap, all right? Max Scherzer never gave us an answer. The difference between Max Scherzer and Manny Machado is that Manny Machado just told us to deal. He said, yeah, I'm opting out. I'm going to be a free agent because it would be a dumb business decision not to be a free agent. Jacob DeGrom did the same thing a year ago. I know that pissed people off, but he was just being honest. Like, yeah, I'm going to opt out. You asked me a question. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to opt out. I don't even have to make more than 11 starts, and it's going to make sense financially for me to opt out. So I have no issue with what Max Scherzer said. I actually think it's really interesting. But a part of the reaction I've seen is to put Max on a pedestal. Like Max did something special here. Max didn't do anything special. First of all, he didn't answer the question. And he really did. And he kicked the can down the road and gave you this BS of him off thinking about it. Listen, he's going to make a business decision. That's what he's going to do. If Max Scherzer has a good year, and I hope he does, he's going to opt out. Why? Because it's stupid not to. Because he's not going to sit on a one-year $42 million deal when he could get a two-year $90 million deal. Or dare I say a three-year deal. Or even if it's just more money next season. So Max Scherzer could have said that. He could have just been brutally honest as the businessman that he is. But he gave a lot of this other background, which is fine. I believe that that was there for a reason. I do think that even if, like Max is competitive enough where I'll give him this. I think there's a chance if he didn't like what he saw from the organization, he was going to try to get the hell out of here. Now, would he had done that off of a horrible season where he wouldn't become close to earning 40 plus million dollars? Probably not. But I do understand the idea of he's protecting himself from the organization that he's not aware of. But Max Scherzer just didn't give us an answer. He talked a lot. He used a lot of words. He gave red meat to a lot of us Met fans, and a lot of it is red meat. But quite frankly, unlike Manny Machado and Jacob deGrom, he wasn't direct. He gave us 150 words without saying anything. Your thoughts? So I I don't disagree with you because you're right. Like he said a, a, a lot of nothing. What he did talk about was winning and the competitive stuff. So to, to Mets fans, it's automatically going to go to, dude, that's what I want to hear from my player is we're going to – we're looking to win, and he's choosing not to even think about opting out because this may be the best place to win. But you're right. The, here's the difference between Machado and DeGrom and Scherzer. Machado and DeGrom were going to get a buttload of money, and it's it's for them, it, no doubt about it. They need to sign a big long-term contract. You're right. Scherzer could, can opt out after next year, but it's still not going to be like a five- or six-year deal that he's looking for. It might still be a, a two-year deal, one-year deal, whatever. So I, I don't – anything that he says about contract extension or whatever, it's kind of null because it's not really this huge contract we're looking at compared to Machado and DeGrom. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you that Max's decision from a business standpoint to opt in or out is a little bit more complicated than Machado and DeGrom because it's not as obvious today before the season even starts. Because, look, if Max Scherzer's not healthy this season or Max Scherzer has a bad season which and he's ineffective, he's not going to opt out because it would be stupid to. He's not going to walk away from the guaranteed $42.5 million. 
I think Manny Machado is bulletproof. Like he could have a mediocre season and it could still make sense for him to opt out. DeGrom's a great example of it. He barely pitched. And when he did, he was good. No stretch, no, no question. But it's not like he had some kind of dominant season when he did pitch. And he opted out and look what he got. <laughs> we got a five-year deal off of a year in which he wasn't healthy. So I agree from a business standpoint, we're going to have to see what kind of year Max has. But this whole winning thing, look, the Mets win the World Series. They win the World Series. And Max Scherzer wins the National League Cy Young. Folks, he's opting out. He is. Like, you can give me all the winning you want. He's going to opt out. He's not off a Cy Young season going to say, well, I love what Steve's doing. I'm good. Now, will he want to stay? Yeah. Will he go to Cohen and say, hey, tack on a second year, tack on a third year, and I'm good to go. I won't even go to free agency. Yes. Could it be a CC Sabathia thing when he signed his second contract with the Yankees? Where clearly CC wanted to stay. Just make sure you give me what I deserve. Yeah. But I, Max did nothing wrong. I'll make that clear. I don't even mind that he didn't give us an answer. Doesn't have to give us an answer. I just think that there was like a back massage for Max Scherzer over the last day, whether it was on SNY or it was on Twitter, like, oh, this is my guy. Love this. This is great. This is Scherzer, the culture changer. Like, he just didn't give you an answer. You didn't like the answer that Machado and DeGrom gave. DeGrom's different because he was a Matt Machado we probably don't even care about. But they were just being honest. So basically, we are penalizing Manny Machado and Jacob DeGrom for giving an honest answer, which is, yes, I'm going to opt out. But what I, I will disagree with you on is he did give a little message to the fans and to Cohen, basically like, I gave, I wanted to, like you said, like he kind of wanted to test the water, see what, if Cohen was serious. He's serious enough, and he still might be serious enough to sign extension with the Mets when time, push comes to shove because they're legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, he gave Steve Cohen a ringing endorsement, like we all are, for their spending. For the fact that even though they lost Jacob DeGrom, they within three days responded with the defending reigning American League Cy Young Award winner. That they lost Chris Bassett or chose to walk away from Chris Bassett and replaced him with, uh, you know, the Nolan Ryan of Japan, essentially, in Kodai Senga. I'm not saying he is, but you know what I mean? Like a big investment that, okay, we'll replace Taiwan Walker with Jose Quintana. Yeah, I think Max Scherzer is happy with the fact that Steve Cohen's expenditures wasn't just about him. No doubt about it. And look, we all feel that way. We all feel good about where this organization is going. The Scherzer thing is so fascinating to me because we want him to opt out. I want to make that clear. It is good for us if Max Scherzer opts out because it means he had a great year. If he has a great year, that's good for all of us. So I am rooting for Max Scherzer to opt out because that's, a good sign for what happened to the Mets in 2023. If he doesn't opt out, something went wrong. Let's be honest. Like Max Scherzer either wasn't healthy or he wasn't effective. And here's what's crazy about this. And we're not going to spend too much time on it, but I just want to put this out there in your head. If Max Scherzer opts out, even off a great year, I may be willing to walk away. I may be willing to say, you know what? I got two good years out of them. There's other pitchers I may want to target other younger pitchers I may want to target. And I'm ready to move on because there's not, barring a world championship, I think a world championship changes everything. There's no emotional attachment to Max Scherzer. He's a hired gun. And I want him to be as effective as possible. And I want him to win, but he's a mercenary. It's all he is right now. 
that's what he is. So he could have that great year. And there's a chance we're going to be sitting here during the offseason saying, you know what? Thank you for your time. Let's move on. That's on the table. Who's better? This That's the discussion that we talked about with the Grom, right? And I got this a conversation for another day. But if you're going to say that, who's better? We let Jacob DeGrom walk away. AL Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander walked through the door. If we say goodbye to Max Scherzer, who's walking through the door? Great. I'll give you the list. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> Shohei Otani is a free agent. I hear he's pretty good. I am very high on Luis Severino, and that has nothing to do with any Yankee connection. I think he's going to have a great year this year, and he's still relatively young. Julio Urias is pretty good. Aaron Nola is pretty good. Lucas Giolito is pretty good. Uh, that's a couple of names, right? It's not bad. You like those names? Good names for you? I, I like what I don't trust Severino's injury issues. I don't. And Lucas Giolito sucked last year. He was garbage. So let's I get it, but you're cool. also – you're also talking about what will be a 40-year-old Max Scherzer. So I think that's the other factor you have to play into this. Look, bottom line is, it was interesting what he said. I don't even have a huge issue with what he said. I guess I have an issue with waxing poetic about what he said, as if he's something amazingly different and special. There are two guys that just told you the truth, whether you liked it or not, in DeGrom and Machado. And here's Max Scherzer writing a book report about his opt-out, okay? <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> now, let's get to Beltron. Beltron met the media, and I listened to every uh, second of his interview. Here's what I learned about Carlos Beltron. He wants to be a manager at the major league level. And that's what this is about. And I respect that. I got no issue with that either. Uh, Carlos Beltron is in Met camp. He said great things about his history with the Mets and being a Met. But he wants to manage. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen here. I kind of hope it doesn't because I want Buck to be successful. Kind of like the whole Scherzer thing. If Buck's successful, Buck may want to manage till he's 90, and I'm okay with that. He can manage as long as he wants. It's not like Brody Van Wagenen's around here anymore who potentially fires people because they're old. I have to use an allegedly. Let me, hold on. Allegedly fires people because they're old. Like, if the Mets are winning, Buck should be the guy for the next 25 years. He can be manager until he's 100 for all I care, but Beltran wants to manage. And I think that's a part of why he's getting involved in this front office and a part of why he's at spring training. And he deserves that opportunity. I think what may be difficult for him is that in order to get the managerial job, I think he's going to have to coach. I don't know if being in the front office necessarily is going to help him get to where he wants to go as quickly as being on a coaching staff. But good for Carlos. Good to have him around. I think he can only offer good advice to guys on this roster. Lindor was brutally honest about the boos he faced in his first year with the Mets. And that talking to Carlos Beltran helps. And why wouldn't it? Carlos Beltran's got great experience with that. He's got great experience with being on a team with expectations. That 06, 07, 08, even 09, though they were bad in 09, those teams had huge expectations. The 2015 team didn't. And we think about that team with the success that it had. It did not have huge expectations coming into the season. We were just hopeful they'd be above 500 and be in a pennant race. So Beltron not only knows about the booze here, he knows about expectations. He knows about coming into a season with championship expectations, which the Mets pretty much had during that three- or four-year run. You can go back into the archives of Rico Bronia. We did an entire podcast about the history of Mets 
expectations. So download that if you haven't listened to 